This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks is none other than Derek Roddenbeck. He is an artist and he's looking to increase his revenue. If you want your chance to enter and to win 100 bucks each Monday on the show, simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes now and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Again, text the word Nathan to 33444. Okay, many of you heard I made a big league acquisition of a company called Send Later. And I'm a greedy business guy. I didn't want to give away equity to a technical co-founder. So I found my coders on a website called Toptal at NathanLatka.com forward slash T-O-P-T-A-L. I've paid over $12,000 to the site to a guy named He Shiming in China, who I've never met, but we're going to build a big business together. I'm taking Send Later public by the time I turn 30. I'll tell you more about Toptal later on in this episode. Nathan Latke here. Coming up tomorrow morning, you're going to learn from Jerry Wilmick. He sold 5,000 smart jewelry units and raised $5.1 million with his company, Wisewear, based in San Antonio. Top Shive, Nathan Latke here. Good morning. Our guest today is Robert Leclerc. He's the founder of Ag Funder, an online investment marketplace for the $7.8 trillion global agriculture industry. He's a Forbes contributor and has also been published in TechCrunch, Harvard Business Review, uh, and online investment. And again, he's co-founder of Ag Funder, an online investment marketplace for the same industry. He's a Forbes contributor, and as mentioned, he's been on many, many outside journals. He has five degrees, including a PhD from Yale. Rob, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, man. Thanks, Nathan. Good. I, hey, I'm glad you're here. This is a big industry, but it's unsexy, so nobody, nobody ever talks about it. Exactly, exactly. So at, globally, agriculture represents about 10% of global GDP, but only about 0.3% of the world's investable assets are allocated to this space. So it's kind of like, you know, commercial real estate in the 1960s, where just no one invested in it. And, and the idea with Ag Funder is we wanted to create an online investment platform uh, that made this space mainstream and basically allowed investors to allocate a portion of their portfolio uh, to food and agriculture. This obviously. is like this is like AngelList for agriculture. Yeah, very much. And, yeah. and you know, specifically, uh, food and agriculture is obviously a big sector. And what's going to drive a lot of the change over the next ten to twenty years um, is uh, innovation and technology. And really, this industry is a textbook case for uh, disruptive uh, innovation. In fact, one of my co-founders was talking to uh, one of the venture partners at Mars Ventures, the, the, the yep. big food company. And he thought that over the next uh, decade or so, that eight of the 10 largest food and agriculture companies would, would cease to exist. And so uh, our focus today uh, with Ag Funders is on food technology and agriculture technology that will transform this uh, industry. Oh, okay. So you're, this is not like a way for me to go buy a stake in a farm. This is a way for me to invest in tech companies that are in this ag space. Eventually, we will be offering farmland. Eventually, we'll be offering sort of more traditional agribusiness uh, opportunities, emerging markets. Um, but to get that, to make that those sort of sectors investable, um, you really need the technology base 
uh, to centralize management, to mitigate risk, uh, to scale those opportunities. And so this is sort of the tech piece is really the toehold of a larger market here. Yeah. Okay. You're not doing this for free. How do you make money? <laughs> no, we're not, uh, Nathan. No, we're not. Uh, so we started off with as a sort of a pure marketplace model. Obviously, um, you when you're working in the sort of finance sphere, you're under a lot of sort of different uh, regulatory regimes. Um, so we started in a pure uh, marketplace model. Uh, we were working with a, a FINRA broker dealer, so we were taking a transaction fee. Um, and and the, basically, the idea is... Is this your these, model now? You keep saying um, we were. Yeah. So we're actually in, in, the, in the process of shifting over. And what you see is this, hap- this is a sort of the case with all uh, basically online financial marketplaces. They start off as pure marketplace and then effectively move over to be more of an asset manager or online um, uh, venture capital firm or private equity firm or online um, uh, kind of lender. So so what we're doing now is so we've, uh, for instance, in the first quarter of this year, we had revenues of about 150,000 here in 2016. Um, um, oh, sorry, 2016. Yes. Um, and now uh, we're, we're sort of in the process of, of our pivot. So we're basically raising a, a capital fund, a $20 million capital fund we will be then investing in all of the companies on the on the platform. And then effectively, we invite now investors to co-invest um, alongside of us. And that sort of takes us from a pure marketplace model to more of an a- online asset management model. So give us, let's go back real quick. We'll get more into the story in a second, but just rapid fire answers so we can get a snapshot of the business. In 2015, what was total revenue? Uh, total revenue is probably about $100,000. Okay, 100K. Um, self-funded or bootstrapped or, or funded? Uh, we have venture funding. Uh, we were backed by 500 startups, went through their accelerator. So we have about 1.8 uh, million in uh, in uh, funding. What's 500? It's 175 for 5%, right? Something like that? Uh, I think it was, oh, geez, I think it was about 100 or, or 125. And then uh, they basically have an option uh, or, or may exercise sort of a bit of an option to invest once you come out of the accelerator Got it. at the terms, uh, at, the, at the sort of the market terms. And what year did you found the business in? Was it last year? Uh, we founded it in 2000, uh, late 2013, uh, okay. just really following some of the, the new rules of the Jobs Act. And what was year one revenue? It's always embarrassing. Uh, year one revenue was absolutely zero. And the reason <laughs> being, we were we were working as a pure marketplace model, which uh, more of a listing service. Um, you basically need to be working with a broker dealer. You need FINRA licenses, um, a lot of regulatory overhead um, to, to basically take compensation. And so we sort of said, look, uh, we just need to know that the model works in our first year, that, that, that we can attract a community uh, of investors and, and opportunities. Um, so the first year was sort of uh, very much pro bono uh, uh, as, as far as bringing on those companies to the platform. And every marketplace kind of has buyers and sellers. Define your buyer for me and how many you have. Jeez, yeah. So um, we've got a, a, a about 3,200 um, accredited investors on the platform. And I can't say that there is um, a particular profile for those investors. We have uh, individual accredited investors who uh, may be looking to uh, invest $25,000 and they could be a doctor, they could be a lawyer, they could be uh, they could be somebody in the food and agriculture industry, which is often more the case, um, or they could be uh, a large corporation, they could be a sovereign wealth fund, a venture capital firm. Um, so deal flow in this space is really hard to access. And, and, it, and food and agriculture is a global industry. So what we found is that really investors all over the world seek us out and discover us to be the platform to discover opportunities. Um, and it doesn't really matter how big or small you are. Um, and so there's a lot of diversity so, so Rob, in, in our buyer let's, base. Let's just fi- finish out these numbers here. So if you have the 3,200 buyers and, and who is your, define your seller and how many you have. 
so we've uh, listed about 21 companies on the platform. Uh, okay. The listed companies have raised, I guess, about $35 million um, over the last uh, two years. Um, those companies are sort of typically seed series A, more series A uh, uh, stage companies, typically outside of the valley um, and, and really covering a whole range of, of technology companies, uh, whether it's a lot of software companies, but uh, some on the bioag tech side, yeah. um, some on the food tech side as well. And OK, and then what's your cut? How do you make money out of these? Yeah, so we were basically taking a 5% transaction fee. Um, when we move over to an asset management model, which is basically what Lending Club does, um, we will take um, a management fee on capital raised to the platform. Uh, then we also basically take what's called a carried interest, which is basically a portion of the profits um, when those companies exit. Yeah, OK. So so if I'm a company posting through your platform and say, I want $2 million raised, yeah. um, will you then go to investors and say, we are raising uh, $2 million plus 5%? In other words, are the investors paying that 5% or are the ag companies paying the 5%? So it, but prior to that, the company was paying the 5%. Um, it, as we move over to the asset management model, we basically go to the company and say, we'll put in, say, a $1 million dollars. Um, and then we're going to go to the crowd, as it were, um, and and basically crowdfund another, say, two hundred or five hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars. Um, and and so we manage that money, uh, and we get a carried interest and management fee from the investors. So add it all up. What's total revenue that you've done uh, for to date? Uh, I guess about two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Okay, so you said uh, I'm I'm missing something here. You said thirty two million bucks is in put in. You took five percent. Oh. That should be one point six million, right? Yeah. So the first year that we were sort of first year we were operating, right? Um, we were not taking a transaction fee. Um, okay. So so it was only sort of uh, two thousand fifteen, late two thousand fifteen, and early two thousand sixteen when we turned that on. Before we've now shifted over. So uh, we had quite a bit of time that we were operating without uh, taking any transaction fees. Hence. Yeah. Uh, hence the, the the revenue discrepancy. And then give us a snapshot. So you've given us kind of total numbers, but in August of 2016, how yeah. many uh, investors uh, put money into how many companies? Oh, geez. Well, that's a tough one to go because you know it, it's not like AngelList where somebody's putting together a hundred and fifty thousand dollar deal. Often um, opportunities on our platform are uh, you know five million dollar deals. Uh, so really, there's a there's a, a deal timeline, and so. Uh, that they can run six or seven months. And How so, many are active in any given month? Uh, maybe four or five. Okay, um, and so we're basically starting to accumulate investor interest. And so we're probably seeing um, investor interest from, you know, a couple hundred thousand to like, you know, a million dollars in the sort of any given month mm -hmm. uh, for, for companies on the platform. And is it fair to say kind of the average raise size, if you put 32 million bucks into 21 companies is about 1.6 million? Um, so it's, it's actually, so we have 21 on the platform, 14 is uh, 14 I've have closed. Um, so it's a little bigger than that. I okay, guess yeah, probably. Let's call it 2 million, yeah. something like yeah. that. Um, okay. And what is that? I mean, is it a note or is it an actual equity funding? Yeah, it really depends on the, what, what the company is raising. Sometimes they're raising on a convertible note. Sometimes they're raising um, a pure sort of priced equity round. Um, it really depends on, on what the company is basically offering. Who sets the terms? You or the company? Uh, the company does. I mean, you know, we, we will, the company may ask us for some sanity checks on that, um, but it's, it's ultimately up to the company to set a market rate term. Now, again, uh, as we shift over to this asset management model and we're then leading the investment as a fiduciary, we're, we're really negotiating the terms with those companies. Um, mm -hmm. And then we invite others to participate on the terms that we're investing as well. And why are people using you? Like, what's your unique advantage? Are you, I mean, are you like a farmer or have you been in ag tech? What's, this, what's the unique kind of thing here? 
Yeah, I mean, we've basically built a massive community, a larger community, about 20,000 members and subscribers that are in the food and agriculture industry. My background, uh, you saw I did a, a PhD at Yale, but when I left Yale, uh, finished Yale in 2009, um, I joined an ag startup and worked there for uh, about uh, four years. And what I found was really a lot of the challenges in raising capital um, in a sector that um, was really unnoticed. And when we started um, AgFunder, I mean, this was like the dark ages of, uh, of, of food tech and ag tech. There was, uh, there was one conference globally, there was zero accelerators, there was uh, no data. And so, you know, we've built a very progressive business model around uh, uh, rapidly uh, growing and maturing an ecosystem through research, through media, through crowdfunding. Um, and we've become really the global name for uh, investing in this sector. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at uh, your kind of the investments page on your website agfunder.com right now, and it's almost like it's almost like Kickstarter for companies because you can see here like Motorleaf has or well, no, let's go down to what's funded. You have Karana Agribusiness has 106 percent, 106 percent funded uh, and 1.3 million raised. So this is kind of cool how it's all public. Yeah, yeah, and I think we we bring a nice transparency to an industry that is has been a bit um, opaque, and uh, and I think it's really bringing together global capital. And uh, and surfacing an investor base and persisting that investor base, which Rob, is really important. This is very cool. Where is the uh, actually real quick? How many team members and where are you guys based? Uh, Seven team members uh, based in San Francisco. Okay, very cool. And what? It, where's the best place for people to connect with you online if they want to follow your journey? Uh, www.agfunder.com. All right, guys, very quickly, many of you heard I acquired Send Later at nathanlatka.com forward slash send later. And here's the thing. I don't want to hire a big team. I'm a business guy, though, so I need developers. So what I did is I found this little website. I found this guy named He Shiming. I paid him over $12,000 to help me keep building this business, which I will take public by the time I turn 30. So it's called Toptal. Okay, and what Toptal does, it's a network of elite pre-vetted software developers. Basically, I told Toptal what I was looking for. They search their network for the best people. They even test the candidates, which saves me time. And then they just said, Nathan, here, use this candidate. They meet your individual needs and boom, I'm off to the races. So once you pick someone on Toptal, you can start working with them the next day. Now, for my people, Toptal's offering a no-risk trial period that you can get at Nathan nathanlatka.com forward slash T-O-P-T-A-L. Again, nathanlatka.com forward slash Toptal to get started. This is perfect if you're a business person listening that doesn't know how to incentivize or find a technical co-founder. Go to nathanlatka.com forward slash Toptal and get started building your app now. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, you came out of nowhere. Your website's growing so fast. How'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator. I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator. And the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin. And guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, you can sign Sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. All right, Top Tribe, we'll link to that in the show notes. NathanLacka.com forward slash the top 450. Again, forward slash the top 450. Rob, it's time for the famous five. These are rapid-fire questions. You ready? Yeah. Number one, what is your favorite business book? Favorite business book? Oh, geez. Um... Um, uh, mini MBA. Okay. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Um, CEO, no, 
Uh, three, is there a favorite online tool you have, like FreshBooks? Um, right now, I'm really MailChimp. Yep. Number four, yes or no, do you get eight hours of sleep every night? Definitely not. And what's your situation? Married, single, you have kids? Uh, married, no kids. Okay. And what, how old are you? Uh, 43. 43. All right. Last question. Take us back 23 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Oh, geez. I knew nothing. I, I, I actually didn't graduate from high school. So uh, this has been a quite a quite a journey here. Um, I, I would have never expected to be uh, in this spot right now. I was sort of traveling so, around. So what would you have told him? What, what lesson would you have told him? Oh, geez. Um, uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a hell of a question. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know, actually. I really don't know. Okay. I think I'm smarter now than I was then. So, have you ever used your your Yale PhD, by the way? Uh, no, <laughs> definitely not. It's Yale, useless. Yale won't be sponsoring the show anytime soon. All right, <laughs> top, top drive. There you have Rob, CEO of AgFunder. They launched a few years ago. Over thirty-two million dollars placed into fourteen companies with his team. Seventeen in San Francisco. Again, on the rise, building something pretty special. Rob, thank you for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan. If you enjoyed today's episode, go back and listen to Don Breckenridge yesterday. His SMB SaaS company has less than 3% monthly churn, 200 grand in monthly recurring revenue, 5 million raised, all while helping SMBs manage relationships via his company, Hatchbuck. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars, and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.